0: It's 11, so roughly, well, it's 11 o'clock, so roughly, 11 o'clock, roughly We can open up for some questions, people have anything they want to ask, <coughs> ask us. Please. Uh, yes, uh, the property that you have, do you hold them under the a
1: company, and which kind of entity are you using? Yeah, it's under a corporation. So right now for, if you want to go back to one of the first slides, that's uh, just, the building is owned in a corporation, and with me and my partner, we have holding corporations that own 15% of the corporation that holds the property. So I have so a holding corporation, holding he corporation. has a holding corporation and they own another corporation 50-50 and that corporation is what owns the property. But each property, because I see some investor, they would have each property sign off as a corporation like, on the own, like are you doing that? Or yeah, so, doing that? so go to the next one. This property here, we have a corporation which has uh, five partners in it. Um, so the corporation owns the property without equity. Okay. And then my holding corporation's on it, partner's holding corporation's on it, partner's names are on it. So that's how it's structured. It's a separate corporation that owns it.
0: Yeah. So each time you buy a project, it's a new... Yeah, there's new different new partners on it. Yeah. Under, under the one holding company. Yeah. I'm assuming that's provided it's new investors.
1: Um, no, no, even if the same investors would we'll probably open just from a liability standpoint, yes, probably open a, a different corporation. For so
0: you open a corporation that manages that, that building, <coughs> but then the investors in that corporation could be your, your personal corporation.
1: Yeah, and then investors as well.
0: Okay. So then explain real quick the liability aspect of it. Why not just the one corporation go by two?
1: Okay, so for example, if you just make it simple, you own two personal properties, you get sued for whatever reason, someone slips and falls. You don't have insurance or whatever, which covers whatever. Something happens, mm-hmm. they can now come after your other property. Right. Whereas when it's in a corporation, it's just in that mm. corporation. But I would speak to a lawyer. They'll be able to tell you more. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Disclaimer. A lawyer, for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. Your money, is it all cash or is it
1: registered funds as well? Uh, we're trying to get into the registered funds now. Um, but, yeah, it's typically cash right now or lines of credits, things like that.
0: What's been one of your greatest uh, successes and also failures would be my next question just on your investing journey up until now?
1: Uh, Biggest successes is that 12-unit building I thought I overpaid for. I paid uh, $60,000 a unit and with the cap coming down, when I bought that building, I was going, what am I doing? I'm getting it over my head. But I didn't do anything for four years. I had a property manager, run the whole thing, didn't know much, was just asking questions, going back. Uh, it's just the last uh, year prior to me taking it over where I was asking more, but um, yeah, that building has doubled with minimal, minimal work done to it. And then now adding the value it's probably going to be tripled. So I mean that there, just buying kind of in the right time, uh, in the right location is probably the best property and thing I've ever done and it gained um, you know, me getting access into the multifamily world. in. A great city right so right. and that biggest failure i think honestly is I've, i sold a few properties before i should have
0: mm.
1: i've sold i've had a lot of things happen. i've had a, a tenant throw a duplex in uh, in barry a tenant throw a cigarette into dry leaves burn half the house down um a day before closing on a property no that this is another story a day before closing my partner goes up there to grab the lawnmower out of the shed and a couple of rakes we had up there and he notices some noise coming from the house. Well, on the top floor, a shower control blew out and water was running for like 24 hours straight, right? Because the tenant had moved out a couple days prior, so the house was vacant for a couple days. And he goes down into the basement and like a foot underneath the washing machine, like there was literally this much water on the floor in the basement, right? And now, no, but, but now, clo- so closing was supposed to be the next day, right? So we had to de- delay closing, had to get insurance involved, and this, this killed us. So the guy still wanted the property. Insurance had their quotes to come in and renovate it. Well, now you have this renovated property. The market now had gone up twenty or $30,000. So I'm like, literally, I'm losing like eighty to $100,000 right now. Right. Because he's getting a freshly renovated property, and right. the market has, has gone up. Right. But yeah, that's probably the worst. And that's the same house that had the fire years earlier. <laughs> <laughs> same one. Yeah. Same yeah. same you still own it? Mm-hmm.
0: No. You covered it that one? No, that's, that was oh, the day right, before, right, I right, had right, to. Right, we
1: right, wanted right. to keep it. I was, I, we asked the lawyer if we can just give him $20,000 for him to walk away. He wouldn't do it. We'll just give him 20,000, just walk away, we'll keep Gosh. it. But he wouldn't do it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding, eh? That's that's a tough question. I mean, it's a, it's all preference, right? If you've hit your target returns and you're happy with it, you may sell a different time than me. But now, personally, getting into the multifamily, I want to keep everything long term. I just want to build a big portfolio, just keep it. I'll sell in 30 years from now. I don't know if I do. Right. It's just tough finding, you know, partners that are in for 30 years. Right. That's that's the difficult. But yeah, I know some of the bigger REITs. They've gotten into structuring share prices and things like that, which I may consider down the road. So as investors come in, you'll get bought out. So say you're buying in at like a 3% share price in a big REIT or fund. Um, So the 10 years, it's worth, you know, not $3, but $30. So the new investor coming in is buying now at $30, paying you out and and so on. And that's, I don't know, that's down the road for me, maybe when I'm at four or 500 units, but. This way you're not forced to sell, right? right.
0: I mean, this, get like in the clouds here but like do you have a like, what kind of gets you up in the morning to go and do this like is like do you have like I, I know the term big Y gets tossed out vision you know what like,
1: I, I've gotten to a point so obviously it was my plumbing career I'm up and and yeah the why and your dreams I've gotten to a point now where it's it's kind of exciting again like there was a point where it was Oh, after work, going up to a property, and you know, two, three nights a week, driving to Barrie, driving to Hamilton. Like, is this worth it? I don't think this is worth it. Like, I just feel like selling everything, but you just keep trekking along. And now I'm back to the point where it's kind of exciting. I'm getting into these, negotiating with the 19 unit. Now I'm, you know, talking with the owner saying, Hey, why don't you give me a mortgage? We'll pay you. You're gonna pay taxes on this if you keep it in there. You know, you can pay taxes down the road, you'll be better off, right? so then he starts thinking oh yeah so i don't know it's more relationship based now right. and it's just become exciting again so it's just right. new One. partnerships right. new deals uh new challenge i guess
0: what i think too like now i mean not to say that at the beginning i mean like all of them are big deals but just like starting to expand and take on biggest pur- i mean big i mean the bigger purchase prices and just you know like new investor relationships i could totally imagine just, yeah just how exciting that is yeah. and also too like getting out of getting out of the plumbing the plumbing gig and now this is what you're doing full-time
1: that that's actually right now one of the biggest downfalls is i'll have some plumbing like for example last week i was i was at my building two days there's a leak and because i've had a lot of experience in the plumbing side of things is behind behind walls it's leaking three stories down or you don't know what it is mm-hmm. so to, if i sent a like a company in there to rip walls down do this do that's like what am i paying it's like, okay, today I have a half a day, should I reschedule my meetings for tomorrow because I can and go in there? And I shouldn't be, but I do. I go in there, no, but you know what it is, because I've taken over the property management side and dealing with contractors is just as tough as property management. We're gonna have it done Thursday. The tenant says, you know, it's been a week now, why isn't it done? Right. And then I talk to the tenant, or to the contractor, he says, I'm coming Friday. And I send her a message saying, look, this is what he said, he's coming Friday. So even this is yesterday. So last night she sends me a picture, still a big hole in her wall, right? She's like, now this is going on two weeks. Like what's going on here? But yeah, a lot of that property management, dealing with some plumbing stuff, like I don't want to be doing that. That's why I need to hire. I'm caught doing a lot of, you know, day-to-day stuff that I probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Right, just taking up some time.
0: So yeah, do you feel like when, because you used to be a contractor that sometimes because you're, you're more so in an office now and dealing with people. Yeah, that, you know, that, that's the break exactly. The breakup of your day when you actually get to go in and rip some stuff up is actually just a little bit more enjoyable It breaks up your You know, it, it.
1: It, it does when I actually, are, I'm not working on my own properties. Yeah. Like my neighbor's a plumber and sometimes and he has his own plumbing company with employees, fair size, sometimes he'll be like, hey, I need a hand on this, like my guy's not experienced. Can you come and give me a hand and I have a free day? That's fun. Yeah. We go out for the day, whatever. It's like hanging out with a buddy. Right. That's, that's enjoyable, but when I'm there in my own building, I'm like, I gotta sell this thing, I hate this thing, right? I get frustrated, I, I do, it happens, right? But you just keep trekking along, right? There's, there's nobody that just has, or I don't know anybody that just has a story and says, yeah, everything's perfect, it was great, right? right? There's always times where, like, I should just sell everything, that's it.
0: Right, right, but overall, that's it, cool. Any so, other like, questions? Any, any other questions? to go cool so we're gonna um, I mean like everybody can feel free to hang out you know be bike in person ask some more questions but I guess